everyone. We are back with this week's episode of the First in Tech podcast. I'm your host, Technician Sports Editor Andrew Schnitker. I'm Assistant Sports Editor Alex Sawyer. I'm Assistant Sports Editor Camden Spate. Guys, this is uh, it's going to be me and Alex' last go-round on the First in Tech podcast next week. Camden will be welcoming you to the airwaves with his new assistance. But before that, we do have a full episode to get through today. NC State baseball picks up the win against UNC Wilmington last night, but before that, they were struggling. Yeah, you have a five-game losing streak, lost six of eight, a pretty ugly-looking sweep at the hands of Louisville, a midweek loss to Coastal Carolina. You you know, you started the season so well, and then you knew you were going to hit a point like this at some point, but it was a pretty rough five games for NC State. Yeah, I don't think anyone really expected them to struggle this badly. Losing five in a row, that Louisville series was just ugly. Uh, over the five-game losing streak, they were outscored 44-22. to 22. So that's 28 runs and 36 hits in the first two games on Lu- against Louisville, which was a doubleheader on Saturday uh, after that rain out. So it was a really bad stretch for the team, and, and hopefully for NC State fans, they can bounce back. Yeah, they had... You know, they had lost that game against Coastal Carolina. It looked like they were going to pick up another huge win, but after beating Coastal 7-6 in February in 11 innings, but it was a back-and-forth game. Coastal ends up scoring in the top of the first. NC State tied it. Coastal takes the lead in the third. The Pack then takes the lead back. They kind of keep going back and forth, and Coastal ends up winning. Uh, In the ninth, NC State had a one-run lead. Got the first out, second batter walks, and then Coastal picks up the win. So NC State needed to get back on track. Unfortunately, last night they did. Yeah, you get a win at UNCW Tuesday night, and that's good to get that after that Louisville series. But when you look at that, you look at you have a doubleheader on Saturday after a rainout on Friday, and you lose game one 14 to 10. You lose game two 14 to two, and you just didn't look good i elliot avent said after those games that louisville just kind of hit everything they threw up there and i mean that was true 28 runs 36 hits through two games on saturday and that's obviously not a recipe for success you come back out on sunday and lose 6-3 canaan silver did have a decent outing there but that's a pretty rough series for nc state especially considering you come into that one with a two-game lead on louisville and the acc atlantic and you leave it a game behind yeah you look at that coastal game Obviously the same score as it was earlier in the season, just the different team winning. But Cameron Cotter came in to pitch the seventh inning and went through the seventh and the eighth inning, only giving up the single in the eighth inning. Came back out in the ninth, got the first out, and then gave up the walk. And then it was Ellie Avon's decision to bring in Kent Kleiman, which I think is an interesting choice because of Kent Kleiman's struggles this year. He immediately gave up a two-run home run to the first batter he saw, and NC State loses 7-6. Climate has a 4.15 ERA through just 17 innings in 13 appearances this year. I don't I don't want to assume anything about what's going on. He just doesn't look healthy or doesn't look comfortable on the mound. Yeah, it's definitely something that was unexpected. As good as Kent Kleiman has been for this team the last two years, that was kind of the guy coming into the year that you knew you had out in that bullpen to be reliable for the team to go out there and get good innings, and he just hasn't been good. And you look in that Coastal game, and he you know, gives up the shot at the end that really loses it. And, I mean that's not good for NC State to have him not pitching well and he you know as you said he doesn't look healthy something's not right with Kent Kleiman because he's a very good pitcher and he's just not throwing well he then pitched against Louisville in that Sunday game he pitched an ending in a third gave up one hit and two runs 
So, it, you know, it wasn't just a one-time thing. We've, we've seen it before. And um, then he kind of gave up another two runs against Louisville on Sunday. Yeah, you do have a couple positives for NC State. In that game, Patrick Bailey went three for four. Tyler McDonough, two for three. Brad Debo, two for four. And then the Louisville series was really, it was just ugly for this team. It got The Friday game got rained out to set up the doubleheader on Saturday. The early game was a 14-10 to 10 loss. Jason Parker started and pitched five innings, but he gave up 13 hits and 11 runs. I'm not really sure why he was left in so long. You, you, this season especially, Avent usually hasn't had that long of a leash on his starters. Yeah, that was an interesting one because he did. He got absolutely rocked and then comes back out for another inning. I guess you are in the first game of a doubleheader. Try to save your bullpen some and i will say after he did come out he gave up seven runs and i believe the fourth inning and came back out and was better after that not great still but then that night game you have reed johnson is only able to go 3.1 innings he gives up 10 hits and nine runs that's very uncharacteristic so you know the starting pitching was the big issue in that louisville series i'm not sure if that continues because i think jason parker and reed johnson are both good pitchers but that was something of concern for nc state yeah i'm sure parker and johnson both bounce back and, and get back on track kind of like they have all season uh that sunday game was actually the game that nc state had the best start from Kenan silver who had who went five and two thirds ending six hits and three runs you know obviously it wasn't hard to beat parker and johnson's outing <laughs> But uh, Silver had struggled a little bit in some of his starts, and that was uh, definitely a positive for the team. NC State was out hit 11 to five in that game, uh, and and Evan Edwards led the team with two. So it, w- it wasn't a bad game, but just couldn't get enough offensively to to top Louisville's six runs. So Luca Tresh is I think is an interesting player. He uh, started the Coastal game and then all three Louisville games. He's been in and out of the lineup mostly as a pinch hitter this year. He went three for 11 in those four games, two runs, three RBIs, and three walks. He started two of those games in left field and two of them at DH. I think he's a pretty good candidate to stay in the lineup, especially in that left field spot. Um, I think he's a pretty good hitter and that he's going to come along at some point. Yeah, Luca Tresh, I think, is definitely an interesting option for this team going forward. When you look at they really have a lot of options at all positions and coming out of that Louisville series they obviously needed a big win Alec and I actually went down to UNC Wilmington last night to cover that game NC State got the 14 to 7 win it was kind of a wild game Cameron Carter Cameron Cotter got the start got through two innings David Harrison threw two innings both of them only gave up one hit other than Michael Beeline Evan Justice and Baker Nelson who didn't pitch great I actually thought especially in a bullpen game that NC State's pitchers were very good last night. Yeah, Cotter was very good to start the game off. I think he looked really good. That's an option moving forward, especially if you need a guy in the bullpen in the weekend series. David Harrison, who struggled a lot since coming to NC State, had another good, had a very good outing as well. Late in the game, Nick Swinney and Alec Barger were really good. Nick Swinney was absolutely phenomenal. He struck out six over two innings, did hit one batter, but that was the only base runner you're allowed. However, you do have pretty bad outings for Michael Beeline, Evan Justice, Baker Nelson in that middle of that game. UNCW scores all seven runs in the fifth and the sixth inning. So you have guys that did pitch well that maybe got some confidence. Other guys, Michael Beeline, that probably didn't. You also had a pretty good offensive showing against UNCW. You put 14 runs up if you're NC State after getting 14 put up on you twice over the weekend. Will Wilson, Evan Edwards, and Brad Debo Debo all had home runs. Debo and Edwards both had three-run home runs late in the game. But um, 
Will Wilson's came at a little bit of a cost. Yeah, there was a strange play. He's watching the fly ball out, and so is the first baseman, and honestly, so is everyone in this stadium. I mean, I didn't see what happened. Nobody in the press box did. Wilson was running really hard. He was rounding first, runs really hard into the first baseman. He was down for a while. There wasn't really much of an update after the game. Elliot Avent said that he thought maybe Wilson had chipped some teeth, but definitely a huge loss for this team if Will Wilson has to miss any time and a huge loss for Will Wilson as a potential MLB first-rounder. Yeah, it's it, obviously it's never great when anyone gets hurt, but that's definitely a key part to this team that this that NC State needs going forward and hopefully, you know, just the chipped teeth and hopefully he's back on track this week. Um, but I I want to go back to Cameron Cotter cuz I love Cameron Cotter and I think he's a he's a great starting pitcher and I think he will get a spot at some point. Maybe this year, especially next year, I think he'll have a weekend spot. Uh, I think he's kind of like a dark horse candidate for that Sunday outing. But Alec Barger also pitched really well. He's been the other guy that NC State has gone to this season. So it'll be interesting to see going forward with Silver having a great outing, Barger pitching really well, um, Cameron Cotter maybe pitching really well. So that'll be really interesting to watch. And then uh, this weekend, the series coming forward is uh, Wake Forest at Wake Forest. Starts on Thursday to avoid the holiday on Sunday. Um, Wake Forest is 22-16 and 9-9 and and in the ACC. Pretty good year for them. Should still be a team that NC State can handle. Yeah, it's a tough Wake Forest team. That's a team that's normally pretty pesky. You have the weird series starting on a Thursday because of the holiday, so that is something that will also be interesting with the starting pitching. It will be interesting to see what Elliott Avent does, but that's an opportunity to try to get back on track in the ACC pickup some ACC wins because obviously coming off of that Louisville sweep you're going to want to go win this series I think you can if you have to play without Will Wilson that's going to be a big hit to this team there are a lot of options I mean we mentioned Luca Tresh earlier if that means someone <clears throat> moves out to the outfield or moves in for, to the infield Tyler McDonough I know can play infield but you probably don't want to take him out of center field but you do have options for Wilson. I think you can survive without Wilson for a series if that's what it is or you know for him hopefully not but Going into that, I think you have an opportunity here to get some ACC wins that you really need coming off of that Louisville sweep. Yeah, it was uh, Voita Menchik who came in yeah. to play shortstop in that UNCW game after Wilson's out. And then um, Vasquez moved over to third base and JT Jarrett moved to second. So there's a lot of a lot of pieces of that team that can play in the infield. And obviously it's a big hit if he can't play, but there are still options Pretty good options, I would say, for I, to fill a spot. Yeah, I do think that will definitely be how Elliott Avent goes to is avoid Dimensheek will take over that shortstop role, Vasquez at third, because that works. And that also, you can get JT Jared into the game on that. He's a guy that has a lot of experience starting. So you can survive without Will Wilson, but you don't want to have to survive without Will Wilson. You hope for his sake that he is able to play at least some of this series. Yeah, definitely. I think. The sooner NC State baseball can get Will Wilson back, the better, and get back on track in what was looking to be a really promising season and not have this be kind of another second-half fade from NC State. But I think that is all we have for you guys this week. When I took over as technician sports editor two years ago, starting up a podcast was a goal of mine. I wanted another avenue where we could kind of talk about NC State sports and just kind of get another avenue out there. I am really happy with the way this has gone over two years. We've had some really awesome guests from our recurring local friends like Joe Giglio, Robert Corey Smith, Aaron Fitt, 
um, all the other great student newspaper guests we've brought on. And it's been a lot of fun doing this for you guys for two years. I want to thank all those guests, and especially I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Camden will be taking this over starting next week with his new assistants. They're going to do great. Until then, signing off, I'm your host, Technician Sports Editor Andrew Schnitker. I'm Assistant Sports Editor Alex Sawyer. I'm Assistant Sports Editor Camden Spate. And that will do it. Thanks for listening, everyone.